0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fetke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending February 11th of 2023, what's ahead for single-family rentals and build-to-rent homes, along with a look at why Los Angeles landlords may be fuming right now over a new law? I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week and comments from Fed Chief Jerome Powell about last week's surprisingly strong January jobs report. He said of the report, It was certainly stronger than anyone I know expected. The blowout report surpassed expectations with 517,000 new jobs and a decrease in the unemployment rate to 3.4%. With 5 million more jobs than there are workers to fill them, Powell's concerned that competition for workers will lead to continued inflationary wage growth. He says the disinflationary process has begun and expects to see significant declines in inflation this year, but expects it will take more rate hikes and all of next year to get inflation back to the 2% level, especially with such a strong job market. Powell says, quote, if we continue to get, for example, strong labor market reports or higher inflation reports, it may well be the case that we have to do more and raise rates more, unquote. On the positive side of the jobs report are comments from the Federal Reserve Governor, Lisa Cook, who believes the Fed rate hikes can be accomplished without a large increase in unemployment, and that raises hope for a soft landing. There's still talk that the Fed funds rate will peak at 5 to 5.25 percent. We're currently in the 4.5 to quarters percent range. New York Fed Chief John Williams is among those who sees 5 percent as a peak short-term rate. Although he reiterated during an interview with the Wall Street Journal that there is still much work to be done. As for the weekly jobless report, initial claims were 13,000 higher than the week before, but they're still near pandemic lows. The total was 196,000. Continuing claims were up 38,000 to a total of 1.69 million. There's been a gradual increase in those continuing claims, which may indicate that it's taking longer for people to find new jobs. And with that news, the 10-year Treasury bond ticked up along with mortgage rates. Freddie Mac says the average year -year 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was three basis points higher at 6.12%. The 15-year was 11 points higher at 5.25%. And in other news making headlines, a new analysis by Green Street says that single-family rentals will be well-positioned for the next five years. Globestreet.com reported on the analysis by John Poloski who says that single-family rentals will benefit from strong demographics, affordable price points, and limited single-family construction. Polosky also expects SFR communities to benefit from the 35- to 44-year-old group, which is expected to grow at double the rate of other age groups. He says that many of these communities are in the southeast, either existing, planned, or under construction. The Green Street Report also describes this asset class as resilient, with a firm floor for rents and values. The fact that renting has become more affordable than owning contributes to this outlook, but he does warn about headwinds. He says he expects higher operating costs to continue without much relief in sight. That includes costs for repairs, maintenance, and property taxes. There are also political risks ahead for this asset class due to potential regulation that mainly targets institutional investors. New build-to-rent homes are also expected to do well this year. Brad Hunter of Hunter Housing Economics told Globestreet.com that he expects to see another up year with somewhat slower leasing activity. But he sees this as a temporary lull with flat rent growth for the next few quarters. He says by this fall, we'll see rent growth come back again and probably fairly strongly. He's predicting rent growth of 5 to 6% by 2025, or even sometime next year. A limited supply of new single-family homes will push demand higher for renters, especially among millennials with growing families. He says the spotlight is on the Southeast, with continued strong demand and solid performance in Build to Rent, even during 2023, but at an even greater level from 2024 to 2028. Annie says that Florida is going to be one of the strongest markets, but Georgia and the Carolinas will also see a lot of strong performance. Los Angeles is adding another financial burden to the business of being a landlord. The city council approved a new law that would force landlords to pay relocation costs if they hike rents more than 10%. Relocation costs would be three times the fair market rent, plus another $1,400 in moving expenses. This is just the final part of a tenant protections package that the Council put together after COVID emergency measures expired. The new ordinance would apply to tenants in newer homes who are not already covered by existing rent control laws. There are 84,000 of those homes in LA, all built after 2008. Well, that's it for today. Check the show notes for links at newsforinvestors.com. And while you're there, you can hit the join button to become a Real Wealth member for free and then get access to all the data on our website. We just held an all-day virtual live event with property teams and property managers from markets across the country. We'll be uploading those videos to our website from that event for people who missed it. And you won't want to miss that. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.